promise in the scriptures in 1 John that says that if we ask in accordance with your will, if we know that what we're asking is what you want, then we already have it. That's this prayer we just prayed, God, is one we know that you want. And so your answer is already a yes. Your answer is, I'm on it. I'm on it. That's something I'm doing. So thank you, God, that consuming our hearts with your fire is, is about um, burning away the things that have no place being there. But it's also about burning into us the passions that we were born for, that you created us for. And especially that passion for you. That passion for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for consuming our hearts with your fire. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. All right. Well, before we're going to read the kids in a minute with some description. Obviously, today we're going to talk about things a little bit more. But listen to this. Probably, you know, probably close to half of you weren't in here when we started worship. So I want to read this from Pastor Mike Barris, the pastor of the Presbyterian Church, whose facilities we're using. He's a good friend of mine uh, for the past 10 years. And so Mike says this. He says, Dear sisters and brothers, greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm sorry I can't be with you for this first gathering, and I look forward to being with you in worship soon. On behalf of the congregation of Centerpoint Church, welcome. We are grateful to serve alongside of you in the work of the kingdom and pray God's wonderful blessing as you begin ministry here. May God's Holy Spirit rest freshly upon you. As you live out the gospel in the power and authority of Jesus, may your ongoing ministry bring continuing glory and praise to him, Pastor Mike. Yay, yay, yay. Telling you, uh, Mike has a heart of gold, amazing man. So you're, you're meeting in, the, in a week or two to come. I'm, I'm going to go on a Sunday morning and just return the blessings to them. Um, and and for, for those of you that weren't here, here, here this, is actually, this, this is actually the church that I came from like 15, 20 years ago. It's just that they're in for local location, but it's the same church body that, that I first came to Pleasanton in. So let me share, um, first of all, I'm going to more, more about bathrooms later, but bathrooms are right, right to the hall here. I'll, t- I'll talk about more in a minute. But all the children and to the parents of the children some great news for you, but we're, we're going to need everybody's help to do this. However, just, a, I don't know, a few weeks, weeks ago, a month ago, it just became, some, some things became, became really obvious that would be a wonderful thing for everybody involved, for the children. One of the things I love about the parents that, that worship with their children, I've seen many of you do, do it. it's awesome, but their attention span only so long. So this is what we want, we want to implement starting in January. I'm, I'm looking there because most of the kids are this way. But starting in January, we want, we want to, to implement uh, the children worshiping with us for the first half of worship, and then the second half, um, we teach them, they get their snack and all that, and then then our teachers go out and meet them for the normal time and, and, and spend most of the time with them. Nori, where's Nori? Step, Nori. Oh, we went before January, but but that's only going to be if we go. Because here's the is I, I must, this is what I'm thinking. It was a, it was a parallel once because we weren't not so long ago. I'm go, I've been, I'll do my turn some month so that three nights a week we can, you know, you understand how that all works. But, but it's not just for the parents. For some of the others, would you be willing to take about, about an hour 
one Saturday night a month to do that, to like help get snacks uh, while the parents can come back and worship, while the teachers can worship, and then they're going to go and spend the rest of the time with the kids. Maybe what we're looking for just to be really real upfront is either couples or women uh, rather than men only. And I hate to say that, but that's just in today's culture the way the way it is. And and, and what, what we would do, your, your name's Nori is going to have some kind of major sign-up online in the next week or two, which we'll be announcing. But I, I just think this is a really, this is a really good Because also, if, if, you, if parents... If you know you're only in here half the time, I just believe even more you're going to be engaging with your kids and this is the time to worship with them. Anyway, I just think it's a great idea. So that's that's never sees our older kids like from first grade through fifth grade. Is that right? Through fifth. And um, Karina, are you taking over the preschoolers tonight? Where's Karina? Oh. Lizzie, where's Lizzie? Lizzie, let everyone see you. In fact, why don't you go ahead and go out to the to the go ahead and go out and like, like wait doors tonight. Um, in particular, we want to make sure that all of you go over together, all the parents with the kids, since you're going to new places and they're going to show you all around. Kids, you're you're gonna. Um, Nor already seen. Already seen is so excited. The, the grounds here are phenomenal. Um, and they're letting us use all the toys and everything. They're just wonderful people. They're wonderful people here, and so um, we're really excited about all that. About so this is what we're this is what we're doing. We're going to do an extra long break tonight to greet each other. Mainly because two reasons. One, I want you to have plenty of time to get time greet several people, not just one. Not just, we're taking up like ten take minutes, right? So I want also I want parents so the parents have their kids and get kids back here, and uh, this is and uh, this is going to be kind of a night tonight. All right. So, rest of you, rest of you, get up. Parents, take your kids. Why don't you let them out first? First, start trapped. So, parents and kids, and the rest of you, go ahead and get in. say hello to several. Find out what's going on. Okay, I'm going to try to corral you back now. Okay, come on back to your seats. 
nice. I don't know why that's the only thing that works. I could say anything and you'll keep talking, but I say, shh, and it works. I don't know. Awesome, awesome. Doesn't it feel good in here? <laughs> now, I know that anytime you go to a new place, there's always adjustments. And it isn't the same as last place. Please believe me, I know we've been doing this many times, haven't we? <laughs> we keep making these adjustments, and each time there's wonderful new things about the new place. But I got to tell you, the moment that I stepped in here, uh, and the elders felt the, the, the same, there, there was something extra special about what we were feeling in the spirit in here. And and maybe it had a, a more, more than I know what to do, with, more, more than I know about, you know, coming back full circle, back to my roots and God restoring, redeeming all things. I don't know, but it just feels so good in here. Um, a, f- a few things we're still work, working on. Um, we're, I talked to my, to my brother. How many know my brother, Dirk? A lot of you know him. Many of you know this, this really bad accident um, where he got a couple fingers cut off and the doctors reattached them and they're work, work, they're functioning, which is awesome. He was a car player before all this happened. It's what, it's what he did. Obviously, he's not doing that anymore at the moment. But I talked to him about getting some, some kind of carpet up here. Um, so we're working work on that so that those of you that like to do carpet time during worship, we're hoping to have something up here for you to lay down on or kneel on or whatever. And... Um, Ah, I what I loved. I well, first of all, Todd. I just and Sierra and the rest of the team. We worship was just awesome. It was. And one of the things I loved there was a totally different acoustics here, which which means scenes. Uh, is that you actually actually hear what everybody's doing on the stage, and it have to be super overpowering. I heard you all singing. I loved it. I think at first we were like, wait, wait, I can hear my, I can hear my voice. I'm not sure. This. But then after a while, you kind of got over it, and then you started singing loud, and that just just lit. Because we were all like, I could hear voices, and that, after all, after all, that is the point of worship. So I just thought it was awesome. Um, we're we're gonna, I'm going to talk, talk tonight about several housekeeping keeping kinds that we just that we have to talk about and i see it's just it's just going to be a real family i will say we'll say this um i see two people's people stand it's not, it's not there's there's still still seats for us tonight but i just love how we're all we're all there i let let love it i don't just let i let i gotta have it okay for never mind okay so uh but next when Leif Hetler, this might be back to the actuals. So we have said four, four, we're like, come early to get good stuff. Really, next week we read it with this place. We will put in extra chairs. We have more chairs than you see here, but here it's still, especially, especially Saturday, it's probably going to be very, very packed. So, so Nick, I'll, I'll, I'll say it later, but next week, this week, Atlanta's friends, right here at 7, Saturday morning, 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and then 6 p.m., our normal Saturday night worship. We just get a whole life, which is going to be amazing. <sighs> you, you awful. 
links. I'm, I'm going to turn this off to actually work. We're, we're starting with which is where we're at. church ground rules. I use the R word. I use the rules word. I know. How y'all feel? Any, any, is that triggering? <laughs> so, like old stuff. Okay. Actually, there are some rules. Some rules. Some need to know about. And so I'm so over it. First, over it. First thing. Okay, don't park your donkey. That do not park us. That's a drive-through pharmacy. If you could, and do not piss. <laughs> okay, so so park. She had two amazing parents attendance tonight. Thank you. Who were who were called um, and. I wish I had a pointer, but I don't. So um, I'm wondering. Oh, I can't do this. But so several. There's several. That you, you could. This was. This way. You drove in that way, up around, and you came around in the back parking lot up at the top. Okay, that's where you came in. So, so this is um, that you can't park. Are actually just to the right, just after that parking lot. They're actually reserved for people across the way. Okay. Another thing is up at the top, the condos you see at the top middle. Who's got a pointer? Oh, you're you're beautiful. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> Woo! This, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. So, so you. Um, um, oh, it's purple. Light. You just like look really hard. Sorry. <laughs> I can see it though. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Okay. Well, there it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, woo! Okay. So, so you care? You, you, these spots right here and these parking. You park and park across here. Park parking attendants misunderstood what I said earlier. Earlier, but you can, but you can park there. However, here's right here, here. Park in these spots, and you're facing towards them. We don't want you to actually. You need to turn your car. You need to turn so that when you leave, wow, who, wow. So, see, I'm upgrading. <laughs> wow. This one, nice. Oh, don't, do not point this thing afterwards. Afterwards, okay. So, though these parking spots here, you have to park backwards because we don't want to shine our lights in them, especially at ten o'clock at night, because that's their many of their living rooms and bedrooms and stuff. So, our biggest challenge here, this is our biggest um, adventure right here, is um, that these people like us. Um, because if 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 we're obnoxious people to them, then and then there that could be a reason why we couldn't stay. So that's why parking is one of them. But the other big one is the noise afterwards. Um, the noise. Uh, let me just go back to this one last time. Actually, I thank you for this, Todd. I'm, you you aren't getting this back. Thank you so much. So you can park anywhere here. You can park anywhere there. You can park anywhere over here. And and so we're worshiping here. The children are all over here tonight. And I'm just going to keep playing with this, even though I have nothing else to say. Okay.
<laughs> I could stay on the slide for a long time. Uh, so the other thing is the noise in the parking lot. Shh, be very, very quiet. So <laughs> you can you can party hardy in the spirit in here all you want because this is pretty sound. It is a pretty good sound barrier, believe it or not. Um, but once you go outside, that's when we need you to take it way down, okay, at nighttime. And we are going to um, end at 10-ish, which for most of you, you're already out long before that anyway. But some of you, like, hang on and hang on and linger and linger, which is totally okay. But here's the thing. It, I mean, it is okay that you want to be together. What we're going to ask is that at, at 10 o'clock, which is actually the noise ordinance in Pleasanton, is um, that's one of the reasons we're kind of like sending you out. But there are a bunch of restaurants around here that are open late. So carry it on there and give big tips, okay? Places like Denny's, IHOP, um, In-N-Out, those are all on the same exit, just one or two exits back down. Or across the way in Dublin is um, the Elephant Bar stays up really late. And so there you go. I just gave you four hangout party places. All right. Um, so you can keep going if you want to. All right. Let my house. I, I think it's near Yosemite Way or something. Oh, Grand, Grand Canyon. Yeah, something Grand Canyon. That's Todd's address. Okay. <laughs> Bathrooms. Okay. <laughs> okay, that, that's just weird. So, so we're going to go to this one instead. <laughs> so... So I was thinking earlier. <laughs> you have to understand this is totally who I am. <laughs> some 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 people go on mission trips with me and they said we had no idea you were this crazy. What you guys don't know, most of you don't know, I'm the youngest of four. I am the total clown of the family. So when we get together in family gatherings with my family, I'm, yeah, anyway, I, I get people laughing often. So, but, then, but then, you know, somehow up here, I'm, I'm the pastor, so I'm supposed to, like, be responsible and things like that, you know. So. Anyway, so let me talk about bathrooms for one moment. Uh, uh, it's not that tree. It's actually around this way and down this hall. There are bathrooms. That's for all the adults. That way, there are other bathrooms, but those are for the kids. So I'm just letting you know they are there. They're going to be unlocked for the kids, but they're not for you. So that's the bathroom you get to use. When you go back that, that way, there, there is um, two things to tell you back there. One is there's a conference, a little conference room in the room. And that's not for enough either because it's for two people. For that's for intercession before the worship starts. Anybody who wants to come, then it isn't for you. That starts at 5 or 5.15. 5 o'clock? Okay. 5 o'clock is, is intercession, pre-intercession. So if you want to come, 
that's where you'd find your way back in this little room back there. If, if, um, and then during during service, like right now, it becomes a a mama's room, mom baby cry room, you know, nursing room. There you go, nursing mothers, daddies changing babies, baby's room. So, um, no, nursing mother's room. These are the ground rules. You baby in the bathroom. Okay. Get the rules? Okay. It's okay. The cool thing is, the cool thing is, is there sound in there that you can turn up or up or down so you can hear what's going on in here. No, actually it works well. I, I tried it. Tried it. Okay. Anyway. This is not, this is going to change the the slides. slides. So you got me all me all stirred. Stirred. All right, we're going to talk about worship. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I'm putting this together. Here, here's. I'll tell you why I brought it. Why I brought it up. Question, question. Do you like this, like this cat? Or, or, or like this? Okay, okay. I love that we are here to worship. And, and, and I really love is, is worshiping together. Um, and, and I just, I'm just going to be really honest with you, honest with you here. In the, in the last place we were in, I didn't mind that there was a lobby. lobby. The problem was is that I just saw so many people out there, and I know they enjoyed it because they had some fun talking. But I so want to be together. That's why I like this smaller place where we all feel like we're together. But also worshiping together. It's really important um, to the Lord, but also for us. It's just good for us. So this is what I'm, I've noticed. There's no lobby here. And... Um, um, the closest, the closest, that little, that little, little way right there, but that's about it. And right now when it's really cold, probably most of you are not going to go outside and, and talk, which is a really good thing. And if you go this way and you go to the bathroom, great, but I don't want that to be a hallway that becomes a talking lobby, you know, that's, that's not what it's for. So you can go there and come back and come worship. Let's keep worshiping as a family together. All right. Okay. And we get to soar. We get to soar and do fun things like that. I wish we could see. I wish all of us could fully see in the spirit what's happening when we're worshiping. Because if we, because we'd be, if we were like that woman there, we'd be going, we'd be like, we'd be like, whoa. And then we'd be like, whoa. Like, oh man, I'm, oh man, I'm, I'm serious. Be getting into it, getting into it a lot more. But if you think you are made of light, made of light. Actually, scientists are proving that, that. To the king, so actually that makes a lot of sense. That that's that is what's happening. We just need the spiritual glasses to see it. Some people can people see kind of like that. I'm not one of those, but more, Lord, Lord, more of that. Oh, back. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank. I forgot that part. So as you go back this way, will. If you go too far, you will run into two chairs, which you are not to run into because you can't go past that. Go past that because that's their offices back here, and that's just a no-go zone. All right? So we have our chairs in the way, big sign. Can't miss it. Please don't wander back there. Good? All right. Anything else? Ground rules-wise? Okay. All right. So I, I, wanna, I thought it would be really fun tonight, tonight 
back a little bit in history, uh, but I'll make this pretty quick, but I just thought it'd be really, really good um, because so many of you have been here at different points of our history. In fact, in fact, most of you note your, your history with us from where you first started worshiping, the building you first started, when you first started worshiping in. We've moved. You're like, oh, I came when we were in, we were in that church. That but on November 17th, 2017, 2000, Suzanne and I gathered, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 people, something like that, like to share our, our heart. Maybe it's 20 or 30. I don't even remember. But we just shared our heart, our vision, mainly that we wanted a place where the presence of God could could be, could be just consistent us. And that was our, our main prime goal. And from that was going to flow everything else. From from receiving would flow everything we're supposed to do here on the earth. That, in a nutshell, that's about it. And um, we had I don't know maybe fifteen or twenty people that wanted, yeah, we want to go on that journey with you. And so we started in a home. Um, and oh, this is before I show you tell you where, where all we went. This was the very first um, our first I think website, but it's the first picture we used everywhere. This was uh, thirteen years ago now. Somehow it's been 13 years. And uh, our blazing fire, just for the few of you who may not know, comes from um, the book of Revelation where it says um, Jesus' eyes are like a blazing fire. So we're a church on fire with the passionate gaze of Jesus. Every once in a while when people don't know that, they're like, what, are you guys like hellfire and brimstone or something? I'm like, kind of exact opposite from that. That. But we just prayed that prayer. Remember, we prayed for him to consume our hearts with his fire. And so it's pure. It's his, it's his love for his bride. And, uh, but he is so in love with us. It's this burning fire, burning the, the things that aren't truly us. He, he burns them away so that we become just like him. And if you notice in this picture, what I love so many parts about it, but it's, that's the harvest down below. See, it looks like a city, but it's also the, the wheat, the harvest. It's... It's uh, Jesus coming back for all of the ones he paid for. All right. Um, so this was our journey. This journey um, where we've been these last 13 years. Earlier, Yvonne was here. Um, she had to leave early tonight. Um, but we were in Yvonne Boitano's home for about a year. And that was some really sweet time. I wish, I wish we had had pictures and videos of that, but I, I guess I never really thought about it. We were just enjoying the Lord too much. Um, we had some in, amazing in, encounters. Um, I remember one time we were all smelling uh, the the smoke, the fire, and it was and it was not all. I shouldn't say that. It was actually some. It was actually, but um, but we but experiences like that. And you know, at first you're going, wait, okay, who did someone light a fire? Is there a neighbor that lit a fire? And then you start realizing more and more there are ways that God starts showing up in very tangible ways that kind of stretch you. He kind of wants to know um, just how far are you willing to go with me because we're going to encounter some things that are going to going to be hard for your mind to grasp. So we, we had some very special times. Very. The next place we went was, was Good News Family Fellowship in Dublin. We asked if you were with us at Yvonne's you were house. Start there, Yvonne's house. Start. Oh, no? No? Yeah, you came sometimes. Uh, Bill Boehner, who's here tonight, carry on. Jim's, Carla, Carla, absolutely. Carla was Carla was leading worship. Was leading worship with a keyboard. With Twenty people in the living room. Living room. Um, Eighteen years ago. Eighteen years ago. Carla and I know each other for more like seventeen years now. 
because we were in the previous church, uh, previous church together. So, um, all right. Um, good news fellowship. Who showed up there sometime? That's awesome. Probably started. I need your, I need your thing back. All right. All right. Probably started with about 30 people, about the people held maybe 120 packed. And we just slowly over those two years packed it out. It was kind of fun. Just, but, but more fun than that was, was enjoying the Lord together. That's also when we got out on the street for the first time and, and sharing the good news. I'll actually show you pictures of that in a minute. Then we went to Harvest Valley Christian Church in Pleasanton. How many of you, that was your first place? That you joined us. We went there twice, actually. I won't, won't confuse things and stay part A or part and stay part A. Or, yeah, we were there twice. Then we went to up. Then we went to uptown Pleasanton. Our, we'll get there. That's next. In between the park and and went over because we had no place after the park and we were almost almost. We have a. I mean, Suzanne and I are working on this right now. So, park in Pleasant. We were at a park in Pleasant. Many of you actually were in those outdoor services in the park. Raise your hands in the park. Weren't those awesome? We, you want to talk about favor with Pleasanton? We had amplified sound in downtown Pleasanton, downtown, one Saturday night a month, uh, where we were worshiping our hearts with flags, dancing in the middle of Pleasanton. It was awesome. It was awesome. The other three Saturday nights, we were in home groups all around the Bay. It, that was an amazing summer. It was an amazing summer. Uh, Parkway Baptist. Uh, par- uh, all right. How many of you remember your time from Parkway? Your time Parkway. Were any of you at Parkway for the first time? We were there for a very short time, just a couple months. And then over to Church on the Hill. How many of you was that your first time? Church on the Hill. Awesome. Awesome. I love this. Living history. You guys are living history. Living history. Um, then Harvest Valley again. Harvest Valley again. Uh, sun- and then how many of you were at Sunset? How many of you were at Sunset? But Sunset, how many first place you joined us? Raise your hand if that was the first place you joined us. Awesome. Thinking that we were at Sunset like about, I don't know, two years. And, and it was three and a half. It was three and a half. I had... Idea. Suzanne showed me dates and stuff. I'm like, I'll be darn. All three and a half years. Three and a half years. Give you a point. The first time you were at Blazing Fire. Blazing Fire. Hey! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. You can see. Center Point was the place. <laughs> place. So let me show you a few pictures. Show you a few pictures. Of, this is a picture of back in the this is this is us worshiping at Good News 13 years ago or 12 years ago, about 12 years ago. Years ago, that's Dan Knight up there. Yep, and Knight up there. Yep, and up on the Jimmy. That's my up on the Jimmy. That's my Aaron, who's now in college. Aaron in the far left. In the far left, all three of them are now in college, and they were now worshiping with. They were back in the day in. Good news, family fellowship. Good. And then this is a shot from out at um, out at Hacienda in front of the movie theater where we went out and movie theater. I would say we touched. Say we touched certainly thousands of collective hours. We were out there. If you add all of our hours together, you add. But but the hundreds and hundreds of lives we touched. Um, there's a 
amazing stories. People came to know the Lord. They got filled with the Spirit. They got healed. Body, bottle, bodies were healed. There was a blind, blind eye opened out there. This is in Dublin, California. Um, we had some amazing encounters. A lot of prophetic words to people, giving them encouragement. People give. So we did that at that. Uh, this is, this is actually in our home in San Ramon for Acts 29. How many of you were part of Acts 29? If you even remember that. So there's like five or. Six. You, you're probably going to see yourself here. That was in our living room. This is in the pool. As in the side when we were having baptism. Side when we were having. There's Ted back with his guitar. His guitar in the red there in the front in the. So um, I think, um, okay, and then this is Harvest Valley the first time. Valley. How I know it's the first time? Because it's all green. It's all green. Came back in the next time it was all beige, if you remember, beige and black, if you remember. And so this was the first time at Harvest Valley. First, um, here's uh, David. This is Parkway. David, this is actually our, um, actually our class, KTSOS, our school supernatural ministry school. Um, what am I trying to say? Graduation, trying to say, that we just had there. Uh, this is at Church on the Hill. On the Hill. There's Mark Cross. Cross. Toddy and several others. Nice shorts, Todd. Nice shorts, Todd. Here where you can show them your shorts. Nice. Nice time at harvest. Time at harvest. Check it out. Orbs all over the place. Orbs all over the place. There. So you can see how the whole place changed. You can see it from green to beige. And there's, this is, this is. <laughs> That's sunset. Set. And. And had one night there. And here we are at Center Point. First elder team. First elder team. About the first five, six years or so of Blazing Fire. Six years. Um, fire. Yep. I could tell so many. Yep. Then this was the next elder team. And... And just one more because then Angela joined us the last couple of years of that elder team. And now Angela and, and Lonnie in the middle, they uh, are now in, in Sacramento. And we just need to keep praying blessing over them. And we do. Father, we bless Lonnie and Angela and all you're doing through them in Jesus' name. So a few other pictures. Oh, this was the original worship team. That's my son Derek on the far right. Um, this was our very first school, uh, for the youth, for our, our first kingdom training school of supernatural that met in our home. That's a, this is in our backyard right now. Um, so there's, and some of those people, Shandy, are you here? Shandy's here. Who else is in this picture? Anyone else but Shandy who's in this picture? I know there's some others. I think I have a cool picture of you later, Shandy, too. Uh, this was our core leaders back in the day. Um, this was a group that went to Jerusalem together. Uh, 
Um, this was just one night at Blazing Fire, and all the youth that are surrounding. There's Shandy with the with the the dew going on. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so, is Stephanie here? Oh, I just want to make sure you saw. Okay. Okay. Uh, this was some cooks before one of our VBS. Yep. I won't explain all those, but there's Tim and Karen and Russ and some more awesome people and more awesome people and more awesome people. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Okay. Oh, see, this is where you could be after service at in and out tonight. And this was when we did a prophetic workshop um, at a major conference that we were asked, asked to do at Jubilee. A marriage. We had, we had several weddings blazing fire during our service. This was Los Angeles. Uh, lots of passionate worship. There's Leona, Joseph. This was when uh, Gina got a bunch of our girls dancing. Yeah, that's Harvest Valley. Oh, so Chris Fountain's my my spiritual papa, one of, but the primary one for me, one of one of several, but the but the primary one one and. Uh, this was my attempt to remember the speakers we and uh, I am sure I will leave out a few. So if you remember, I will give you opportunity in a minute to shout it out. Tell me, tell me you've gotten. I just was given it a win. So Chris Valentin, Sean Smith, Paul Manwaring. A lot of these guys are from Bethel, like Paul. Dano McCollum. Teresa Griffith. Remember that one? With all her instruments and flutes. Jen and Jen came. If you missed out, you missed out. But they did. They did come at Harvest Valley. Jamie Galloway. Bill Yunt. He's a prophet from Maryland. Catherine Brown, a prophet from Ireland. Scotland. Gaylord Anns told us all about Father's Love stuff. Keith Fluker came. Came. Uh, oh, oh! The Angel Circles Conference. We had several of them with Gary and Kathy Oates and Bill and Carol Dew. Gary Oates, um, Mario and Michelle, Mario Morello came, and at the same time uh, Isaiah Saldivar came about a month before or after that. Uh, Rich and Lindy Oliver have come several times. <laughs> Francois and Lydia Detroit, Detroit. Paul Yadow from the Phil- from the Philippines. Graham Graham on many occasions. I I'm sure we have him back. Many of these people we've had many we've had many times. Georgianov. Now Georgian's the one on the right. Just to let you know. No. Okay. From originally from Bulgaria. Amazing, amazing lover, joy filled guy. Uh, Paul Young, author of the Shack. Back. He's come twice. Bill Johnson, we did host him once. 
In fact, that's one of the places we didn't even mention, which was which was celebration in because we've had like two events there. We've kind of been all over the valley. If we mentioned every building we've ever used, we would use here a while. One of them, okay. Land. The last few I'm going to mention, I put them last because I'm actually sneakily, sneakily putting announcements in here. Uh, because next week, Leif is coming back. Leif, originally from Finland, is the massive father of blessing guy. Norway. I'm getting close. I'm doing so good in my own mind. I'm just... <laughs> There's love guy, love guy. Um, and, um, oh my goodness, he pours it on thick, 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 thick. Um, but but let me tell you, it has substance. It changes you. It changes the way you see yourself and the way you see and the way you. So I'm I'm he, out of the blue. He's he uh, texted me from the Philippines in the midst of that really horrible storm, which I'm sure he will tell us about because he just came from there. He's still sobbing over that i mean he saw people dead you know you know the place it was just very hard for him and yet he said there's no place else he would rather be because he was right there to begin the restoration and to see god healing lives but anyway he's coming next weekend again right here we did get this we did for the whole thing so it's next friday night 7 p.m and then saturday is 10 a.m 2 p.m and then our normal 6 p.m saturday night time Okay, so lots and lots, lots and lots of life. Uh, here's my, I, I know it's a busy time of the year. I, I totally get that. And so here, here's my, here's my, come to what you can. You know, you can't make it all. That's okay. There's no guilt. We're not going to be like, we like, where? But, but honestly, I, I promise you, this one will build you up like crazy. So what you can make, can make, please do, do. And then New Year's, New Year's Eve is Doug Addison. Doug, uh, we're gonna. This is all gonna be. This is our continually hopping around. Even though around nights are always here, this is not a Saturday night. December thirty first, I think, is a Tuesday night, I believe. And and it's gonna be at Parkway Baptist uh, Parkway Fellowship in Dub six thirty six finger food potluck eight o'clock worship. So so. At, uh, thank you, thank you. All right. Not yet, not yet, not yet. So, so we're saying finger food potluck, not because you're supposed to eat your fingers, but because fingers. We don't, we don't have the, we have less space than we had last year. Um, we just don't want you bringing casseroles, crockpots, all that. Just bring really simple stuff, whether it's desserty or our appetizer you know, standing room. There might be some chairs around, but it's not like tables and sit tables and sit down. All right. Time we did this, it was a blast. In fact, we couldn't get everybody over the, for the over the for the service because they were enjoying it. Uh, worship at eight. We are going to go eight. We are going to go. So it, we're going to worship for quite a while. Doug's going to minister for quite a while, and then we're going to go. And then we're going to and worship in the new year. And Carla and I are going to lead worship that night. <laughs> so that was. Doug. He's been many times. Uh, 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 Stephen himself has been many times times um, blazing fire and blazing fire his third and final paul paris soul that that thing's been really helpful for men very transformational um in the way of finances he deals with it 
about, about us as sons and daughters. What does it mean to steward what God's given us? But he does it in an extra it in a way. It's hard to explain it right now. This third one, though, is going to be about personal finance. Um, the uh, home edition, if you will, of the prosperous soul. So uh, he's going to specifically get into a lot of practicals about, about bringing your home finances in order and stuff like that. You do not, you do not, uh, it's not imperative that you are at the first two in order to come to this one. You can, you can still come. We'll have signups online soon in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. All right. So that's in the middle of January. And one more is Danny Silk. He's coming for the second time. He did a marriage seminar several years with us up at Bethel. Even though it says developing family in a culture of honor, he recently brought out a book, uh, Keeping Your Love On. And that's really what I probably have in him focus on. But how do we do that together? Because in a culture where we we are we want love, there's so much, we want grace, we want those things, want those. But um, how many of you know sometimes we have difficulties we have with people? Anyone? Ever? Ever? One thing. I mean, I don't, but <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, what do you do? How, how can, how, how a culture where we, a culture where we, does that even mean? What does, I, I will tell you this, for a long time, Blazing Fire, we had tons of love, lots of grace, but we were not good at all, not good at confrontation, confrontation, hey, just, Hey, and say a nice thing and walk away. It'll all, it'll all be better. It'll all go away. It'll all doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work well. And um, we found out that you can actually be extremely loving, filled with grace, and deal with things as they come up. And it's actually the healthy way that God intended. So Danny's going to walk us through a lot of that. He's going to bring about, I think, about uh, twelve to fifteen, twelve to fifteen students with him. Uh, it's going to be a lot of hands-on stuff. It's not just going to be him teaching all the time. You know, I don't know all we're going to be doing, but he's going to get us activated and getting our love on. Now, who did I miss? Jason Upton. Come on. Dang. Dang. Randolph. Totally. Randolph. Totally. And I forgot the picture, and then it was up to my mind. And then it was absolutely mine. Randolph. I don't remember that Gary, I don't remember the from IHOP, from Gary Weens. I couldn't remember his name, so I couldn't pull his, his name picture. That was a hard. Anyone else? Stillwell. Jim Stillwell. IHOP. He will actually, he's actually going to come back and speak here in the spring. Anyone else? David Kim. So we've had Dennis Rainier. Yes. Yep. Who are we that all these people would come? That all these people would come? Are blessed and highly favored. You know what the Lord told me? Told me ago. This was almost like a blank check thing. He said, "If you ask, if you ask, people ask me all the time, how do you get these people? Oh, I actually ask them. And and." I'll, I'll go on to say, and we are highly relational. The kingdom is all about relationship. So it's not just what can they do for us. It's it's us blessing them, blessing their socks up as much as we can. Up as here, um, anybody anybody who's been here, honestly wants to come back. And I know that's not true of many places they go to. 
So there's something extra special about what we carry. Part of it is you being so hungry, drawing it out. Believe me, they go to crowds where they're like, is where they're like, breathing, you know, and this is not like that. You just pull stuff out of them. So honestly, <sighs> pretty cool, huh? Pretty darn cool. Let me see what's next. Oh, here's where we're going with this. And I got to see what time it is because this place does not have a clock for me. We're going to have to fix that somehow. I got right here, 820, yep. Um, we are going somewhere. We've been going somewhere because 13 years ago, 16 years ago, I, actually we made this decision up in Reading when we were at a conference, but we came back down here and solidified it that we pushed all of our chips in the middle of the table, which means, God, it's you or nothing. Like there's nothing else to live. There's, there's no other reason to be alive. And, and, we're here. God gave us promises about revival in this region. But over the last 13 years, we've learned that revival isn't exactly what we first thought it was. First, I just thought revival was a big party, and that was revival, which is really cool, but there's so much more. That revival mostly is about our own hearts. It starts in each one of our hearts, and the more of us who have a revived heart, a heart that has life back in it again, the places where the enemy has tried to steal from you and kill those things, and as God breathes life back into you, that's how revival starts. And you start getting a group of people who are all willing to let the Lord do that. Oh, watch out. Look what Jesus out with 12. Once they said yes, and once they gave Holy Spirit access, that God started turning the world upside down through those 12 and through a few hundred at the beginning. And so we are growing up together in love. This is where this is all going. Let me show you this in Scripture. This is in um, Ephesians 4, uh, 12 and 13, 15 and 16. It says that his gifts were given. That's a previous gift. In order to knit God's holy people together. Before I go on, can can everybody just look at somebody and tell them you're you're one of those holy people? Can you just tell them that? You are one of those holy people. People. All I told you to tell them was that they were holy. I didn't see anything. Tell them was that they were holy. I didn't see anything. Else. You guys just take it and run with it. <laughs> you are, you are God's holy people. That's what he's talking about. That's somebody else to knit God's holy people together for the work of service, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in faith and knowledge. That's an experiential knowledge of the son of God and form the perfect man, fully mature, fully mature himself. Now then they kind of define what that means. If we live by the truth and in love, we shall grow completely into Christ, who is the head, who, by whom the whole body is fitted and joined together. Every joint, every, every relationship here. Do you understand that? Adding its own strength for each individual, each work according to its function. So the body grows until it has built itself up in a love. 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 So God wants this love connection. <laughs> Go ahead, move move on over. Yeah, move over. Do you want me to move a chair for you? Okay. All right. 
This is what this we're going this together. This is together. Love. It is that he just loves. It's not the just pastime of his. It's the time of the very essence of who he is. And he is is forming us in every way just like him to operate in love. So what's that look like? Check out a couple other verses I picked out. A couple, um, this is in the mirror translations. Verse 15 in the mirror. Love gives truth its voice. The conversation that truth inspires creates the atmosphere wherein growth is both spontaneous and inevitable. And inevitable. In other words, the more love that's around, you're, you're going to become and grow into the very one you were created to be. It's going to happen. The whole person is addressed in the whole Christ who is the head of the body. He is the conclusion of God's communication with man. Now, this was a, a parenthesis in, in the presentation that I added because I thought it was so good. Agape is because I thought it was so that genuine love that, for that, that God invites us all into. Agape is... This is the definition to see the same value that God sees in every person. This is truth as it is mirrored in Christ. When when we have issues with people, especially with certain ones that are difficult for us, can I encourage you to do something? Can I encourage you to ask God sincerely for his heart for them and ask him to show you what he sees in them? Because it's really hard to keep being really mad at people when, when you actually start to see the glory, when you see what God sees. Um, I, you know, I can, I want to be a person. I want to be a person who doesn't have a bad thing to say about anyone. Who doesn't have a bad thing. That doesn't mean I can't approach someone and still say, you know what, that thing right there that you just said, that really hurt. That's not going to work for me. See, we can still be real with each other and say, that's, that's not cool. To, to treat me like that, that's okay. But to not okay, run around and say bad things about people, I can still, I still occasionally find myself slipping up, which which I don't like. Like, in other words, um, when I, if ever I start to catch myself doing something like that, right, I start feeling pretty quickly like, wow, this just is so incongruent with who I am anymore. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't fit with who I am. And so, of course, I go back to the Lord, you know, I'm so sorry that I talked about your son that way, your daughter that way. Um, we can't, we can have great ideals to want to not judge anybody and not to say anything bad. But honestly, we can't get there until we first receive his love and believe what he says about us. Remember, Jesus said, love your neighbor as your said love. And the biggest problem we all have in this room is we don't love ourselves enough. Some of you say that sounds like egotism and pride. Now, pride is actually taking your own uh, value of what you think you are over God's. When you take your, what you think about yourself, when that takes a higher place over what God thinks about you, that's actually pride. So really, one of our biggest pride issues is that we're tearing our big down all the time. As weird as that sounds. When you find people that really love themselves, I'm talking about God's with God's love, love themselves. They're not egotistical at all. They're confident. Um, but in that confidence, they're actually full of love for people. It just flows right out of them. Those that are egotistical and prideful, for the most part, actually don't like themselves. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, that got deep. 
Here's verse 16 in the word on the street. The church is not a dismembered, dysfunctional body, but it's a fully functional, coordinated lover of people. Did you like that? That's where the Lord's taking us. Just so you know, the Lord's taking And so for those of you that have signed up for for being part of this awesome, amazing family. Um, we've been saying the family a while, but this is where we're going, where we're giving God more and more access first to our own hearts, individually to our own hearts. I can't do that for you. I can love you. I can create an environment that's, that's pretty safe. I can't make it totally safe because, you know why? Because not every single person in this, world, uh, in this room has fully yielded their hearts to the Lord. Nor, nor have I. Not 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like giving God, this is an, just so you know, this is an ongoing, we're all learning this from the Holy Spirit. This has got to be an ongoing, Lord, check my heart. What's going on? Why did I do that thing? How come I tore somebody down? Lord, what's going on in my heart? See, it's this ongoing thing where we're giving him more and more access. And the more we do, the more he makes us a lover just like him. And the more of us that are lovers like him, and the safer this place gets. But I'm telling you, there are more people coming in off the streets because the harvest is coming. But they need to come to a family where they can actually see love in action the way that God designed it. That's where this is going. That's where we're going. Together. And I like it. And I like it. This is First Corinthians 13. But in a very certain translation, it's the, uh, the, heart, uh, Paul, the heart of Paul. And I'll, I'll have the book for you in a minute. It says this. This is 1 Corinthians 13. Let me describe love. It's going to be hard, you guys, all right? Hard because you're like, oh, boy. Love stays in difficult relationships with kindness. Love does not play one-upmanship, does, nor does it react to those who do. Love is not rude or grasping. Or overly sensitive, grasping. Nor does love search for imperfections and faults in others. Love celebrates what is real, not what is perverse or incomplete. There's a little bit more. Love is the most enduring quality of human existence. It keeps on keeping on. It trusts in God in every situation and expects God to act in all circumstances. Nothing can destroy love. Again, this is from the Heart of Paul by Ben Campbell Johnson. It's a wonderful translation if you're ever looking for one. So um, I've mentioned you've heard several times lately about uh, winds of change, so I'm just going to bring that up again. Uh, I'm not going to describe it in length tonight, but I'm going to say again, this is an avenue, a, a, a wineskin, if you will, a way in which we are going together to that that deeper love place, the way God designed it together. Winds of Change is uh, it's going to be uh, uh, starting on, on January 8th, a Wednesday night. We're going to do two Wednesday nights a month over at Parkway Fellowship, not here. It's all going to be on our website. But we're going to meet over there two Wednesday nights a, a, a month. How is that going to be different from here? Well, it, it's going to be a place where it, um, we've really, we're really going to throw out ahead of time what it's supposed to look like 
of mean, meaning meaning what? Still at Blazing Fire, for the most part, we worship for a long time, which I love. We will have some testimonies. Um, usually there's some preaching. We really try to get you engaged, which I'm going to do tonight in a minute in some way. But that's kind of what most nights look like. And we give Holy Spirit total permission to break in anywhere he wants. And he does often and surprises us. Winds of change. We're going to start with intercession the hour before and move right into the service. And I really don't know where it's going to go. Um, as we're worshiping, we may stop at any time. We may do lots of heart stuff, like opening up our hearts and giving him access. And in other words, um, even on a Saturday night, we most of you come with certain expectations just because you got used to how we do things. And it's not bad. Some, actually, there's a little bit of bad. You kind of, kind of, as, as much as you don't know what's going to go on at Blazing Fire, you kind of know what's going to go on. Well, at Winds of Change, I really think you are not going to know what's going to go on. We're going to see what the Holy Spirit's up to together. We're going to see what the Holy Spirit's together. I do believe that's going to bleed into, we talk about the blood of Christ, it's going to bleed back into these services for sure, Saturday nights. So that's, two Wednesday nights. The other two Wednesday nights are going to be regional home groups. And we've got a bunch of leaders that we're training up in 10, 12 regions around around the Bay, San Jose, Union City, Jose, Fairfield, over to, you know, kind of all over the place. Um, anyway, different places. In this, several in this places. And, um, and the, the reason why we have the regional groups is because if we're going to go deep, You've got to do it with a few people that you're willing to go deep with. That's just the way it works. And so um, those groups are going to be open for a couple of weeks, and then we're going to close them for the next six months. This is all going to be from January to June. So this is, this is all going to be from January to June. We're going to close them so that you can grow, go deeper with the same people each week for those six months. There's a lot more to it than this, but I'm challenging you because – I believe the reason why we called it winds of change is because we believe we're in an entirely different time right now. We believe the Lord is inviting us into places we've never gone. So please consider. Um, some of you had questions that, you know, can I go to the large group thing, but not the small group thing? Yes. If you want, can I go to the small group thing, but not the large group thing? Yes. Can I go to the want? Um, I hear there's a video you're going to show from the school from last year's school. What if I don't want to watch it? Okay. I'm not going to school you. Okay, I'm not going to make um, See, people are kind of want. I understand because everybody's lives are busy. You're like, what am I committing myself to? I understand that. I really do. What I believe is going to be happening is this thing is going to be so dynamic and filled with life that after a while you, you're going to, you're not going to be able to keep yourself away from what, from all of it. I truly believe that not from all of it. There's special going on in my heart. I, I was at the p- keyboard. Sometimes I worship. I often will worship at the keyboard and just feel the Lord's presence and enjoy it so much. And I was worshiping, and, and suddenly I, I, f- I felt a little bit of anxiety as I started thinking about these winds of change. Like, oh, no, this is coming up in a month, and I've been saying winds of change. Like, oh, no, are really going to be expecting it? And I've been saying all these great things, Ben. You know, and I'm feeling a little bit of pressure. I'm like, and right away the Lord says, no, 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 son, this, this isn't about, no, 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 this, you just, you just give me permission, and you watch what I do. And and the fact that we're going to start with intercession leading into it, it, it it's just it's going to be very dynamic. I love that word dynamic because it not only means powerful, but it means moving all the time and shifting. And 
So um, that's coming. Um, I'm, we're hoping that in a couple weeks, um, believe me, we're working on this all the time, but we're hoping that in a couple weeks we'll have something on the website where you can actually go to a region and sign up for the, for the home group. But just know it's coming because you'll hear lots more about it. Oh, I can't do this one yet. All right. We'll get the heat thing figured out. I see some of you, the heat thing, too hot. New place, we're working it out, so we'll work it out. Um, This is is what I want to do right now. We talked a whole lot about family. We talked a whole lot about love. I want to show you, first of all, a whole show you video. And then, uh, with the time that we have left, I'm going to actually have you interact with somebody. Um, and go just a little bit deeper. Don't worry. We're not going to put you over the, you know, into the deep end. Don't, don't worry. But just a little bit deeper. First, though, I, some of you, many of you have seen this video. I just loved it when I saw it. It was so creative. It's very much about the season that we're in, but it was so, so creative. And it's going to, I'm going to work it into uh, the question I'm going to ask you. Just enjoy it, though. Make sure we got sound. <laughs>
That's so creative. And just, I mean, just amazing. I, I love it that uh, we, I believe this is happening in the whole body of Christ. We are just getting more and more okay with exhibiting the creativity that God's given us and the excellence and the, you know, the skill. But it's, it's, it really is all to his glory. Um, so before we go on with what I was going to do, I did forget to mention that we do have offering baskets that are up here or boxes here and here and right when you first walk in. And I want to um, just thank you for the many of you that really do support what's going on. We, we wouldn't be here. Um, well, we would be here, but we would be different if you weren't supporting what was going on. We'd still be going after it, but, um, but thank you. And um, I would just ask, I know for some of you can and some of you can't, but if you would even consider a, a year-end gift, um, you know, just for us and for what we're doing, that would be amazing. Um, and uh, you can also do that. We have it online, um, blazingfire.org, so you can do that there as well. Um, now, this is what I want to do. I would like to um, have you in just a moment, you're going you're gonna to find somebody that you um, do not know real well. Now, let me just uh, tell you what I mean by that, because some of you know a lot of people, and you're going you're gonna to all of a sudden, this person's gone, and that person, and well, you already know this person. So it counts if you said hi to somebody 30 times, but you never really talked deeply with them, but that counts too. And like, you might know their name, but you don't know much about them. That, that's totally okay. I know um, and we're going to do a couple of these just pretty quickly. Um, this is in, in, I'm going to give you the question first because it's going to be really hard to get. I'm going to, get, um, in each one of these, I'm going to say, I don't know exactly how long I'll kind of get the feel of the room, but just a few minutes. Okay. Um, but what I want you to do is find someone and this is what you're going to share. You're each going to share a talent or a love or passion that you have. Um, and you're not going to worry about f- seeming like you're, you're being prideful because you're going to remember that you got that from the Lord and um, just something that brings you doing that brings you joy. If you don't like that, that you like doing them up with something else. But if you don't like that question, come up with something else, but one right now, find just dumb one, go ahead, get up and something and stand and talk. You don't have to sit and talk. You could stand. Okay. Finish up your last thought. Okay. If I could have everyone's attention now. Shh. Get everyone up here. I love it. I love that the energy in the room went from here to here. This is what I'm going to have you do. Listen first, and then I'll have you move, but listen first. Listen up. In, in just a moment, I'm going to have you find someone else and talk about, so you can find, again, someone else that you don't know real well, if you can. This is what I want you to talk about. Um, for, for some of you, this might be the thing I just said this, but I, I'm hoping this is a little bit different. Um, something that you enjoy doing when you have free time, other than TV or movies, you have to be a little more creative than that. Um, <laughs> so... so um, and, and if for some of you, you're like, man, that's free time. Um, 
then I got to tell you something. The Lord wants you to go back to have some free time where you do things you enjoy again. I mean, for me, for example, just doing a puzzle. Suzanne and I are on vacation, we'll just pull a puzzle out. We love doing that. What, what kind of things do you like doing for fun? Pick someone new and then talk about it. Everyone has to pick someone new. Okay, again, finish up your last sentence here. And if I could have your attention, please. All right, everyone up here. Looking at me, thank you. All right, one more. This is the last one. Um, in just a minute, obviously, you're going to find someone else newer to you. And I, I want you to share one um, dream that you have. By dreams, I'm not talking night dreams. I'm talking about something you hope to happen that happens in your life or you want to accomplish. Those kind of dreams is what I'm talking about. So just what's, what's one dream? You might already be on the way towards getting there. Or maybe something that you see is way out there, but you are not letting go of it. Okay, finish up your last thought. And once again, if I could have your attention up here. Okay. I know this is a hard... Stay with the person you're with. Don't walk away from them yet. But listen up. Listen up. I know... I know this is a hard one when it's, you know, you're sharing dreams and just giving you a couple minutes. Then you really start getting into it, some of you. So hopefully you both had a chance to share. Um, you heard a little bit about each other's dreams. Um, this is what I'm going to ask you to do is I want you to bless that person to, to go after their dream, however you want to do that. But it could be, again, I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot, but it could just be, be as simple as just praying, Lord, you know, bless them to go after this dream and help them to get there, whatever it is. But, but in your prayer, do, don't instruct them how they're supposed to get there. Don't tell them their dream was a bad idea. Don't do any of those things. You're going to bless their dream, and you're going to bless God to get them there, however he wants to do it, okay? So go ahead. Just take like 30 seconds to bless each other each.
All right, make sure you've both prayed blessings over each other. Make sure you've both prayed. Okay, 10 more seconds. And everybody said, Amen. Yes, Lord. All right, give them a hug and then go back to your seat. Okay, come on back to your seat, everyone. It's time to stop. Shh. Time to stop your prayers. You could pray for them more afterwards. I promise. came up to me. This is Olga Montes de Oca. And so she came up to me and shared that she was just at a gathering with Peggy Cole, uh, prophetess, and, and how much it fit with some things I was saying. So tell us, Olga. Um, she said that um, she was praying um, the night before that we went to see her. And the word that God had for her for this region is expansion. He is getting ready to expand this region, expand the church. And she said that she saw the church like an underwater um, river that is getting ready to come, you know, to just overflow. And coming, the church, she sees the churches coming together. And the other thing, she, the other word that she had was anticipation because God is birthing something. Uh, different and new in the church and he's bringing um he's bringing more people into the kingdom in this whole region so i, I think we're tracking with them <laughs> thank you amen god will give us lots of confirmation to let us know we're on track and i know that i know that i know that we're on track i really do uh we're in amazing in an amazing season uh, of the kingdom i want to the last thing I want to do tonight is just to give some honor and blessing to our uh, prayer teams um, that that, that uh, they do this thing over and over again for people. <laughs> and it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. So... so Earlier tonight, they had a the gathering together just to celebrate the, uh, you know, have a party, and which was awesome. So if you're part of either one of the prayer teams that prays alternate, alternating on Saturday nights, could you, would you stand up and come up here? And can we honor them? So I want to, 
I wanted to just for you for you to see who they are again, um, and week after week after week, they just they pour out. Uh, um, sometimes when we'll have others praying, so it's not always them. Come on up, Terry. Woohoo! And and I wanted to say to all of you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for pouring out. And do you all just all just extend a hand this way, Father? Father, what we're doing is filling, 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 and filling. Lord, for everything they've poured out, asking for, asking for abundant blessings in turn, abundantly pouring back to them. Wow, in Jesus' name. Whoa. The Lord has, the Lord has seen the Lord has, the Lord has seen what you what you have poured out. He is so pleased. He is thankful. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank you, you thank thank you, Zess. So in a minute, if you're wanting some of this, you stretch direct to come. So, tell you, we tell you, give Holy Spirit permission more and more and more unusual and awesome to happen. I mean, this is nothing. Um, but I will say that, just say to all of you, I'm all of you know what's going on and all that, but if this is new, we so want the Lord, we want his presence and presence and comes. We, our hearts change. Something changes inside. But we were made for encounter. We were, we were not made to intellectually know God. We were made for encounters with him. And um, wow. Okay. Um, let me ask the team, if you, if you can hear me, if you can hear over here. And um, I, I, I'm wondering, wondering before this, this does, do any of you have like a word of knowledge? That you'd want to share. So it's like, so it's like major on the spot. <laughs> um, you know, I know that this is the holidays, and sometimes, um, oh. Thank you. It's a microphone. Oh <laughs> um, I know that, you know, during the holidays, sometimes um, some of us feel like um, because of certain family issues and stuff, there's loneliness and, and there's, um, it's, it's tough to get through the holidays. But the Lord wants to just really release the joy tonight or in, in your lives and in your hearts and to know that you're not alone. You're not alone. He's, he's got such a big gift and love for you guys. He wants to give you guys a big wet kiss. <laughs> and a hug. And it, his love is incredible, you guys. It's here for you. So just receive it. Amen. So would you just, would you just, um, just, just put your hand on your own heart. 
Papa, we receive your love. You're telling that I receive your love and I receive your joy. Whoa. That is very real. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you for touching our hearts, for pouring in right where we need it, especially the times when we're feeling alone, alone or afraid or overwhelmed. Thank you that you never leave us. You never forsake us. But it's more than that. It's not just that you're hanging around. It's that you're wildly in love with us and that you have everything we need. So I, I cancel the assignment of loneliness in Jesus' name, that lie of isolation in Jesus' name. I cancel any assignments of depression, discouragement, even suicide, despair. I cancel those assignments right now in Jesus' name. And I release the joy of Papa, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the one who adores you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, just as Brent was talking, I heard God took, I don't get a lot of words of knowledge. I am wildly in love with them. I, I, just as Brent was talking. Yes. yes. When Pastor Brent was praying, I saw um, in each and every um, person here, I saw your heart. And I saw Jesus walking, walking in front of each and every one of you and just kissing your heart. It was so beautiful. <laughs> um, I thought I heard rent, and um, I just got this feeling of um, just a little bit of despair and wondering how you're going to stretch out your friends for this month. And I always got the impression that um, <clears throat> if you don't have the rent for next month, you may not know where you're going to be living, and I don't, I don't know if I'm like hearing right, but I felt like God was saying, I'm going to provide for you. And, and yes, I hear everything that you're asking for. And I almost got the sense, too, of just, am I going to be able to celebrate Christmas and give gifts to um, some loved ones? I don't know if they're children. And I felt like God was saying, I'm going to provide for you. And, and so you, you don't have to feel like your prayers are going nowhere, but your, your prayers are into something, and, and there's other stuff that that your prayers do that are way beyond just the need that he's, he really is answering your prayer to capture, um, capture all of your heart. And so I just, I just bless your finances and, and anybody else who feels really stretched right now financially, um, <clears throat> we just speak life. We speak the kingdom of God, that it comes forth in every of your life, especially your finances and especially the relationship that you have with the Lord, that you're, you're, you're being stretched, but you are expanding your territory. And I just bless everything that this season is supposed to hold for you in Jesus' name. Um, well, it's kind of strange when Pastor Brent asked um, if we got a word of knowledge. I just saw this uh, white bunny. And so I was just asking the Lord um, what that meant. And he was just showing me how, like, um, bunnies... Um, give birth, um, and all, a lot and just, <laughs> and like, it's not like a big deal for them. It's like, it's easy. And he's just speaking about birth and giving birth. And he, I just felt like he wanted to speak over you that, um, 
there's just so much more like that he has for you that you're going to be giving birth to that as you just have that heart connection with him, as you just like hang out with him, that it's just going to be so easy and it's going to be so much fun. And there's just so much that's going to come forth from you that your dreams that you had in the past that you're going to just give birth to things. And, um, and you're going to go, wow, I didn't know it was this easy. And, um, he just says it's limitless for you. There's no limits. There's no limits. There's no limits. Um, yeah, actually, as Brent was um, praying over us and praying off assignments, um, I just I just saw this image of um, over us like there was uh, like these puppet strings and there were things that were assigned to us and they're kind of dangling on these black strings. And I just saw God like taking these scissors and just cutting those right away and just yanking away those things that were hanging over us. Uh, but some of those strings are also kind of attached to our hearts because the enemy attacks us in place. They're deep in our hearts. And I saw God taking those severed parts that the enemy had been using to attack your heart and just pouring his liquid love down those. And so just bringing healing in the places where the enemy has been attacking you. Uh, it seems like God's on a, a theme right now. But um, I, I saw the Lord... Um, coming down, kind of like that picture that Brent showed of Jesus on the horse, just with his eyes of fire. But this time he was on a chariot. And it's like he's uh, going through our lives. And as this chariot passes by, it, it shake, it's shaking everything uh, in our life that, that's not of him. And um, I just feel like for some people that that shaking has been um, just very uncomfortable and and been um because you don't really know what's going on and i just felt like uh but uh when when he passed by like i actually saw like this light shining through and then all of a sudden all the weeds and everything around that the lord just plowed through with his chariot started growing into beautiful flowers and and to trees and um and it just like it just started transforming into like springtime. So, um, so I just wanted to encourage you all that, um, um, I'm sure more, more than one of you have been feeling that shaking that the Lord is doing. And I really believe, you know, what pastor Brent was saying, he's preparing us for what's coming because what's coming, um, um, you know, the Lord does want us all, in the game he does he doesn't want any of us on the sidelines and he's answering our prayer god we don't want to miss it and 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 sometimes that does require some pruning so um if you're feeling that pruning be encouraged because you're that means you're not going to miss out well there you go that was that was a smorgasbord right there um I just want to bless you, and then if let me just say this: you you should not leave here discouraged. Okay, either either you're already encouraged, and you're doing good, or if you're just like needing some prayer, come this way, get some prayer. Because the fact that they're all getting the same kind of thing means there's a special grace and anointing to pray through things. And Karina, ooh, right, I did remember that. So um, parents, you do need to get your kids. However, if you're one who needs prayer, go get them, and then 
find someone that you trust and know well and say, hey, would you watch my kids while I get prayer? All right. Father, I bless what I'm doing. We're so grateful to be alive today. We're so grateful to be yours. And Father, I bless every single heart here with your peace, that deep peace that knows, that knows that it is well because you are good and you're working on their behalf all the time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good. So if you need prayer.